0: Coming up on today's show, wait, is that Skynet? Life is awesome. For the horde. And brains, it's a new superfood. This is episode 27 of the Geek 30 Happy Hour.
1: another episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour where we drink a toast to all the geeky things we're passionate about. Today is what's today Jojo? June something June uh... 8th. 9th. 9th it's June 9th 2016 (laughs) My name is Alex and there's Jojo. Hi, I'm over here botching a date for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm also not looking at a screen right now. I am, so. but I'm still botching yeah. the date. <laughs> How are you doing today, sir? Oh, I'm great, man. We had a we had quite an adventure this evening, didn't right, we? Right. It was awesome. Yeah, uh, we had a we had a grand old time. Yes. And uh joining us along for the ride is Don. Hi, folks. How's it going? Pretty good, man. And and Don has been on our show before. He's our Warcraft nerd. And later on in this episode, we're going to be talking about Warcraft the movie, which we just saw. Um, and it couldn't have been in better uh, presence,
0: honestly. It's a perfect group for this. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. It was a ton yeah.
1: of fun. So we will certainly get into that. Before we um, get into any news or any beer, let's talk about some housekeeping stuff. So uh, remember to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Go like our Facebook page, um, you know, uh, subscribe on YouTube for all the good video content and stuff that we put out. That sort of stuff helps us get the word out about the podcast. We appreciate the support. And um, I know we've gotten like maybe two more five-star reviews on iTunes last I saw. There, there weren't any written reviews, but more people are liking the show. That's awesome. I mean, awesome. It, again,
0: it helps us.
1: Yeah. Let me let me look, you know, just just out of curiosity...
0: I'm gonna pull this up on my handy dandy iPhone. You have all these like computers in this room, and you're looking at that tiny screen. No, it's not a tiny screen, dude. <laughs> this is an iPhone 6s Plus. And right behind you is like a 32 inch monitor, and yeah, beside a 42 inch monitor. I, I paid a lot of money for this phone, Jojo. I'm gonna use it. And those it. monitors, yeah, Why you I using paid more them? money for
1: this smaller screen. So I'm gonna use a smaller <laughs> screen, Jojo. So it is small. is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, after all that, guys, there's no uh, there's, there's no additional, review. additional reviews. <laughs> Red 42's five-star reviews. That's awesome. ITunes. That's pretty cool. That's fantastic. Great. Thank yeah, you so much. So keep that up. Um, well, well, I want to talk about this beer that we're drinking, because I'm actually really enjoying this. Don brought this along, so why don't we talk about the beer of the episode? Oh, hello, GeekSutty.
0: It's beer time. Today's beer is brought to you by...
2: For the, the Horde! Horde.
0: that was really geeky yeah that was awesome i just i got a shot of a drone in (laughs) there yeah (laughs) Yeah, the chills i know after that movie man i know so good feeling good small spoiler alert that there might be some talk of the movie yeah a little bit later later in the episode (laughs) right later we'll give you we'll give you four but for
1: now let's talk about this beer we're drinking we're drinking yingling black and tan now normally we have uh local craft brews um here on the show Every once in a while, we like to switch it up and give you something that, you know, we have a lot of folks that listen kind of all over the place uh, that we want to recommend other, you know, more uh, available beers um, to our audience. So Don brought this. Don, why do you like this beer so much? Uh,
2: This beer is really smooth. This is the kind of beer you can sit in the back porch when it's hot outside and just, you know, sip away on. And uh, it's a really good, smooth beer.
1: Yeah, and on their website, it says uh, the the Black and Tan combines our popular dark brewed porter with premium beer. Rich and dark in color, it has a well-balanced flavor with hints of caramel and coffee from the dark roasted malt that finishes smooth and satisfying. And I would agree with that. So cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. For the Horde. For the Horde. For the Horde. Yeah, and it kind of drinks like a Guinness. Oh yeah. What do you say, Jojo? Really, Jojo's never had this before. I've had this no. a long time ago, um,
0: and I've really liked it. So, Jojo, what are your thoughts? Well, still, you still get that uh, Yingling, that distinct Yingling taste to it, but then you have a dark and roasted kind of you know aftertaste on there as well. So you do get the black and the tan on there. It's one fluid thing. It's not like the uh, leveled out uh, beers that you get at the the pub. But the way they did it is so phenomenal, because you still get two distinct beer flavors in there.
1: You do. You really do. There's yeah. no other way to describe it. It's it's hard to to explain because um you know when you when it's when it's when it's in your mouth and you're actually heh, <laughs> when it, and, it's, and you're drinking it um the the mouth feels a lot like what you would get from a guinness right but then right. there's that little bit of like you can taste the lager right on exactly. it, but it's almost like a completely separated experience
0: as, as you're drinking it so exactly cool you yeah, have the taste of the good. uh of the on there but you've got like the kind of the carbonation uh feel of a lager on there yeah as well. definitely finishes with that yingling taste of, Exactly. The end. Yes. yeah it really does and it still is a, not i wouldn't say a macro brew but um i know that they only go as far currently as east as mississippi uh because they don't use any <clears as throat> preservatives so it wouldn't last on the way out to the west coast uh, that's true and they Sorry, are mostly totally local folks. right yeah We're they're in in pennsylvania in yeah.
2: pennsylvania um they are the they're do you know they're the oldest brewery in the united states yep yeah I need to talk. Hey,
1: Eric, if you're listening to the show, also known as Laughable, yeah, yeah, I think the three of us are gonna make our way up and do a a uh, Yingling tour. So you uh, make yourself ready. We're also sync up with Lutra and Elciador and anybody else in Pennsylvania who are part of the Filthy Casuals crowd, um, part of our gaming crew. So
0: more Warcraft references. More Warcraft references <laughs> again God, I can't. for I the Horde. For the Horde. Can't help it. I, just can't help it. <laughs> Feeling it today. Absolutely. Well, we're going to enjoy this great
1: beer, and we have some really cool topics to talk about, so let's get into the news.
0: Geek 30 News!
1: So first up, JoJo brought a story about something about AI taking over the world. What's this? Well, I
0: mean, we're we're talking about Skynet here. The movies are real. Oh, okay. I just want you to know right. Arnold Sword back. We kind of referenced them twice last podcast, if you heard or listened to that. Um, but in this case scenario, a game... Actually, uh we have an article from Kotaku, um, where I Ooh, where did it that There go. it is, right there. There it go is. Go ahead. All right. Have... Elite. It was the game. I, I can never remember the uh the game's name, but they created a uh a fix for their AIs, and I'm doing fix in air quotes, um, because they wanted to make the AI a lot more useful to the guys. Well they made them overpowerful, and so they were creating ships that could like bring you out of hyperspace and then shoot you with these it's like a machine gun but also like a photon cannon, like it's like a rocket so machine AI, gun kind of a deal and So the AI like learned how to kill the players even right. more efficiently. Exactly and they were they were effectively hunting them down and there's nothing you can do about it. That's scary. Nice. It wasn't even something they nerfed. They had to turn it off. (laughs) (laughs) That's scary as shit. Well, that option. So you can still play it, but they had to take that out. And they they was like, okay, we figured out what the core problem with it is. They're going to rewrite that little bit of script and then put it back in the game. Yeah,
1: the game is actually Elite Dangerous, and I've heard of this game. I haven't played it, but I know folks who do. Um, it says a bug in Elite Dangerous caused, uh, the game's AI to create super weapons and start to hunt down the game's players. Developer Frontier has had to strip out the feature at the heart of the problem, uh, engineers weaponry until the issue is fixed. It all started (laughs) after Frontier released the 2.1 Engineers update. Uh, the release improved the game's AI, making the higher ranked NPCs, non-player characters, um that would fly around elites galaxy more formidable foes as well as improving their competence in dogfights the update allowed the ai to use interdirectional inter, interdirection hardware interdiction. interdiction hardware okay i can't i can't english <laughs> to pull players traveling at jump speed <laughs> at jump speed into normal space the ai also um, had access in uh, to one of 2.1's biggest features crafting so basically they just they the game beat the human, not the the human right. didn't beat the game. The yeah, game the beat game the beat
0: the human. I mean it's, it's one of those things, let's do another Warcraft uh, thing here, in which if you're a level, you know, two guy just starting off, leveling up, and all of a sudden, you know, you have Gromash Hellscreen come in, pull you over, beat you to death. You know, you yeah, didn't have an cool. option. <laughs>
1: you know? Well players do that
0: anyway. anyway. Well, players do well, yeah, that, yeah, but yeah. I mean this is an NPC. This is something that's not supposed to kill so, you. So Don, Don
1: is,
2: is Skynet actually here? Oh, absolutely. Has been for years. <laughs> <laughs> so it just manifested itself in a video game, right? For now, yes. But it's flexion- its as muscles. Yes.
1: <laughs> That's nuts. If if it's <laughs> the algorithms that they must have used to, like you know, just give these AI the ability to really read into the games, um, you know, just the, the overall way the game plays and the um, what what am I trying to say? Like. I don't know, I can't English right now. I'm still warcrafting in my head. <laughs> but the 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 AIs are smart enough to adapt. That's what right, I'm trying to say. Exactly. So
0: that's fascinating. They they gave them a set of rules and they, they followed the rules and was like, well, I can also do this and that, so why not? And <laughs> started hunting down, you know, human players. They one of the scariest
2: things I've heard of is they're they're talking about this hive mentality for software. Yeah. They are working on this. Right. Can you imagine a bunch of predator drones oh, with man. A hive mentality
0: with the ability to make decisions? Well, they've already seen both the software side of it and the hardware side of it. Yes. You've seen the little drones that go in <laughs> patterns, fly together mm-hmm. in sync and whatnot, using Wi-Fi and whatnot. Um, you've seen they've already made that robot like cat thing that runs on its own now. Um, they're... <laughs> You know, they're playing with fire, <laughs> you know, yeah, they're, they're gonna get burned.
2: And this is in a video game, yeah. And a small detail that they forgot yeah. to think about, right? So, think about if it was in a firing control system somewhere, right? That's <laughs> terrifying, you know, the, the traffic control, you know, for a city and what it could do to oh, yeah. To the, you know, just deadlock the city. Oh, yeah. Right. It's like uh, Watch Dogs. If you guys ever yeah. played that, that yes.
1: terrible mm-hmm. game? I, I just did not
0: like that game. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? It was great. I never played it. I'm saying that arbitrarily. <laughs> yeah. <but. laughs> was, the, the second one's coming
1: out. But you would walk around, and from your cell phone, you're able to,
0: like, hack different stuff, right? You're right. Yeah. Um, and, Yeah. Uh, also, but when, when you, you need to interact with it, the phone will hack itself and you know hack other phones. <laughs> yeah, true, right? And <laughs> uh,
1: when you when you mentioned AI and, and robots and stuff, did you guys see that video of of the robots are basically drunk people? Yes, <laughs> did you no, see uh, that? I missed that. Like. So you know we got we're in an age right now where people are starting to create um, more human like quote unquote robots or animal like robots robots on, you know, that that walk around on all fours. And it's very similar, you know, just the the movement invokes, you know, the same emotions that you would get from looking at, you know, like a dog or, you know, like some kind of wild animal. And, uh, you know, sometimes they stumble and they fall. (laughs) And the way that they stumble and fall, they just look like they're drunk. (laughs) And so, for instance, this one robot, like they were showing, oh, we're going to, this robot's going to open up the door. Um, The robot kind of
0: completely misses the door and just... just... Or there's one where he actually gets the door handle and turns it, but apparently the the door handle gave it a bit of a struggle and it lost balance turning the handle of (laughs) the door and fell down. No, there's a couple of them. There's one he missed it completely and fell over. Uh, There's one where he was trying to get out of the the Jeep type deal and his uh, drive program was still engaged so his feet kept fluttering because it still wanted to drive (laughs) as he tried to get out of the vehicle and just flopped over on the ground.
2: Uh, <laughs> Note to self, go look at drunk robots. Yeah, yes, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Everybody go YouTube drunk robots. Um
1: hopefully the robots are drunk all the time and they don't become part of this hive mindset right. and take over the human race. It's a little scary. Yep. Yeah, it is. I mean, we're really not that far from a complex AI like
2: we're not that far from Terminator. No. We're or, really not. Um <laughs> you know, we saw that we saw the movie. We
1: finally saw the movie um uh uh, t- freaking not, I want to say Deus Ex, but ex machina. Okay, oh, right. Did you see that movie? I have not seen the movie, neither have I. Oh, guys, guys, <laughs> god damn it. What are we doing? Recording a podcast, go watch the freaking movie. It's really good, but uh, you know, this guy creates um, an AI, and, and the whole purpose behind it is that he's you know, he's testing to see if uh, the person that he brings over can tell if the ai is um is sympathetic towards him or or if he becomes sympathetic towards the ai um and can eventually tell whether or not it's a robot or if it's human like he he hmm. basically basically trying to see if it evokes the same emotions okay um that a human would evoke on him so like we're we're not that far from it i mean when you saw some of the concepts it's like yeah that's not really that far-fetched without the uh, technology accelerating and stuff it's really cool well
0: i know that there's a research out there that said um there's kind of a, a bell curve as to what we can perceive as acceptable um and with robots if they look completely robotic or cartoonish or not human we're okay with it if it looks completely human we're okay with it but if it looks almost human but not quite we have like a you know this, mm-hmm. we don't agree with that it's like something's not right about it and we don't like it
1: you know it's funny that you say that because when i was watching that ex machina thing you know you see some i don't want to say too much because you guys haven't seen the movie but there are parts of that movie where you feel that right you really do I, i'm thinking back so go watch the movie and okay. let me know
0: what you think have you, have you watched Dread really yet by the way no. So, and you're giving me grief. <laughs> yeah, because... Bill brought that back in, like, because, February. Yeah, but you know what? Ex Machina. Okay. Since February. It's, just say. It's an award-winning movie.
1: <laughs> and it's got Poe Dameron and uh, General uh, Hux. Not General movie. Grievous? No, no, no.
0: Oh, okay. Hux. I know. To, Poe Dameron uh, and, and General Star Hux. Yeah. 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 You gotta have the Star Wars and reference. And really,
1: there's, like, three actors in the in the whole movie. Okay. It's incredible. Hmm. Like, nice. really, really well done. Um... So, yeah, AIs are going to take over the world. It's <laughs> just, a, just a matter of time, right? It's just a matter of time. All right, now, next up in the news, we have a, a pretty cool, again, this is on the topic of science, a, a cool breakthrough. Um, w- the, the question has long been asked, which came first, the chicken or the egg? In this case... Well, the egg obviously the 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 yolk (laughs) kind of came first, I guess. So uh, there's a a video that uh, of these Japanese students that hatched an egg outside of its shell, and what's really neat is that they've created they created like a little um, plastic cocoon almost. Yeah, and they were able to um, they were able to incubate it and watch the process as it grew
0: cameras and everything yeah it was really neat there. like three days in you could
1: start to right. see a little heartbeat the video um we'll provide in the show notes obviously so take a look at it um what was your all's thoughts when you guys saw this
0: video well the egg is a conduit and um they basically since it's not in nature anymore it doesn't need the egg and that's what the scientists kind of proved you know it was in a um contained environment um so they were still able to incubate it without the production of the egg and still have it uh live um it was just it looked cool as hell yeah. <laughs> it just was cool I mean, right I
2: just... okay who thought of this <laughs> yeah well <laughs> these, really these, who little, up with it. these like the... japanese girls are geniuses but what right a, what a great concept to see if you could do... but to be able to see the life grow outside yeah. of the egg oh it was just so fascinating yeah. it was just so cool
0: Really, really. Neat. I wonder. I wonder if anyone failed that class. <laughs> I wonder that that quiz. Maybe they hit the egg too hard or shook it up yeah. or. You know. Well, it's so
2: obviously, obvious. Yeah, the yeah. egg
0: didn't come first, then. Yeah.
2: Because you don't need the egg. Yeah, you don't. So the you chicken don't need had, the egg. It had to be the chicken. It had to be the chicken.
0: <laughs> well, the thing was, the thing that gave birth to the egg wasn't quite a chicken. It evolved in that set of chromosomes, <laughs> that set of that gene pool or that yeah, you're writing, that pool of, of yolks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: So we have an article here that was from the uh, Daily Mail. It's a it's a UK publication. Um, a group of Japanese high school students have grown a chicken from an egg without a shell. The teenagers uh, from Chiba, Japan, with their teacher, demonstrated the method using a plastic cup and cling wrap, and the scientific experiment works over a period of twenty one days, as a video posted on YouTube um, share, uh, shows. So. Um, yeah, it's it's really neat. You'll you'll see the video. We'll
0: post and it's not it on even there. it's not even covered too. It's no, just sitting well, in. Um, yeah, it's really it's just sitting in there. And, a, yeah. So the plastic cup holds up the saran wrap, mm-hmm. and then the top mm-hmm. is exposed. You know, and yeah, jealous. they really didn't cover. It. I didn't realize it. Yeah. they
1: didn't they didn't actually cover it.
0: Right.
2: I was all impressed in high school when, when we actually hatched an egg, you yeah. know, and it was in the little incubator and you had this light on it. Yeah. You had to turn it every day and stuff. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Uh, these guys, blew no, these guys amazing. killed whatever uh,
1: right. opportunities that we saw in high school. Uh, and and another thing that you see in the video is like three days in the heart is beating right yeah and you see that Amazing. so cool yeah that
0: was so neat and then when the the, the wings started coming in they were transparent you mm-hmm. see all the wings and whatnot it's so cool and, and
1: I wonder what opportunity this provides for you know understanding how humans develop and like watching a baby like a human mm-hmm. baby
0: go through this same thing. Well, because this this will do it on the outside of the chicken. We do it on the inside of the person, obviously, but it's still virtually the same process. Well, I mean, you know? really,
1: if you think about, okay, I'm I'm no biology expert here, people, <laughs> but uh, if JoJo's statement, if it can simply be translated into human, I mean, the mother's the conduit, right? You know, mm-hmm. and right. and then, but ultimately, like, what if you could take all the the female lady parts, um, and sort of a, a, a an external setting you know mm-hmm. and have it in an incubation sort of process like this and you could watch
2: i mean is that is that considered a test tube baby i don't know i'm not sure you even need the lady parts
0: not with what they were doing right yeah
2: i mean really if it's just i mean you just have to recreate the environment
0: yeah right just make sure it has nutrients to be able to feed and keep mm-hmm. it warm and you know that's true
1: yeah i wonder how do they feed it neutral well i guess the, well, nutrients so this one, the yolk. yeah the they use the is egg yolk,
0: yeah that's that's a self-contained environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mother's the one who kind of brings a lot of that food in there. That's wild. I, yeah. I'm not going to try to solve this problem myself. <laughs> I'm going to leave it to
1: the smarter people. The, the high schoolers? Yeah, the high schoolers. The, <laughs> high schoolers, the yeah. Japanese high school students. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, that, that's really cool. So we'll share that with you guys. Um, now, you know, before we get into talking about the Warcraft movie... I think it's worth just jumping right into the uh, the the Geek Thirty Questions segment. What do you we say, actually Joe had
0: Jack? a we had some feedback on that,
1: which is awesome. Yeah, we did. So uh, here is your Geek Thirty Question of the week. I want to
0: ask you a bunch of questions, and I want to have them answered immediately.
1: So before we actually ask the uh, next question of the week, why don't we um, read the responses that we've gotten um, <laughs> since the last episode? Okay. So it's weird, like this guy Don um, actually wrote in, and oh wait, he's here. <laughs> I'll say I've heard that before. I yeah, don't know. I don't that know. name
2: well, sounds familiar to me. I figured I was gonna be here, so yeah. <laughs> you might as well.
1: <laughs> so Don was one of the folks that uh, that wrote in. Um, the question was, "What was your first experience with a computer?" So Don's response, he saw he sent us an email at geek thirty podcast at gmail He asked. The or he's he, he asked, he said, the very first computer I ever saw was when I was in tech school circa 1980. He's not that old, <laughs> old, no, really, he's really not. Old. It, it was a PDP 8, and you loaded a program by flipping switches uh, for the assembly language instructions and hit the load button. If you screwed up, you had to start over from the beginning. I remember we were all excited when we got to when we got a punch card reader for it uh, for it my second term. The first computer I ever owned I got for my birthday around 1986 sometime and uh, was a kit from a company called Jameco. Is that how you say it? Jameco. Jamco. Okay, <laughs> Jameco. Yeah, yeah, you can tell how old I am. Mm-hmm. Um, it had an amber screen, and I remember distinctly that the memory, all 32K of it. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that was a mm-hmm. lot. It was a lot, man. Yeah. Yep. Was on a separate card, and I had to plug the chips into the sockets. I've been hooked uh, building computers ever since. Now get off my lawn.
0: <laughs> There's a little handshaking emoji. <laughs> yeah. At of that <laughs> Don, our resident old man, as he, says. <laughs> he only acts old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so
2: thank you for sharing cards. that. I, I when you said that, I, I could, I'll never forget walking into that lab the very first. Um, First week, I was at school, and I was like, that's a computer. Yeah. I've heard about those, but I've never <laughs> seen one. And here you are. It's made such an impact. Here you are. This has been, like, your career. Uh, Well, actually, I when I started my career, I was an EE. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. I was an electrical engineer. Mm, okay. Um, and then we did a project where I had to write embedded code for one of the boards we made, and I... That I've been hooked ever since. Nice. i just that's all I wanted to do since that happened. <laughs> that's so
1: neat. Um, so do you still have these any of these old
0: computers playing no. around?
2: Nope. <laughs> no.
0: I think I still have three and a half uh, floppy diskettes. Oh, I don't I could not find the five and a quarter floppy disks. Oh really? Yeah. I know we had them at some time. Like, I cannot find them, but I know I have three and a half floppy diskettes at home.
1: Man, it's funny to think the kids nowadays, the
0: kids nowadays,
1: <laughs> I saw no a, I saw a
0: picture uh, somewhere. It was a Linda Skinner cassette that had been in a creek uh-huh. for a couple of years. And some kid, uh, some guy's kid went out and came home and was like, hey, is this a Civil War artifact? <laughs> oh, that's hard. That's <laughs> yeah. hard to You know, you still
2: see those things in modern computers, though. Right. Yeah. The, the five Opening another beer. The five and a half inch disk yeah. that you used to use—that's the size of your bays right. for your your CD bays in a in a normal computer. And the smaller ones that usually have a card reader in them now—those right. are the three and a half inch bays—and those are still in computers today.
0: They still are. I actually um, I work for a big tech tech company that's trying to buy every other company. I just bought uh, <laughs> Veronica's <laughs> company. I did. I'm so sorry, Veronica. <laughs> um, and they uh, they still use tape drives over there. And a lot of people still. Use tape still I mean, they're still reliable. It's still a reliable thing. And I think some of Google's uh, things, if you have uh, emails in archive, it's usually on tape. It's actually very fast uh, and very reliable in that sense. Um, but I've I build systems, and I am actually putting things out on. Um, I do use air quotes as CDs. If I have to uh, do an operating <laughs> system, I tell the computer there's a optical drive. It's a digital thing, but the computer sees an optical drive and it loads everything up from there. It's crazy. Yeah.
2: Uh, the first hard drives I ever saw. Now, you'll right. love this. <laughs> <laughs> the first hard drives I, I ever saw were uh, the company I worked for made satellite communications equipment. And the maps that they used to download into the, the racks that, that routed traffic, Right. those were all on, on hard drive. And those hard drives were big, sealed, round platter sets of platters right and you had to sit them in and lock them in place <laughs> and you could hear the air being sucked out really? of the thing when you locked them in place and then the drawers closed and you could hear the the, the air being vacuumed out and yeah. these discs i think there were like six or eight of them right and i'm trying i think they were 30 meg right right they were basically they look like laser
0: discs didn't they they
2: look like huge yeah. laser discs i think they were 20 inch yeah and, and they were just like bigger than a vinyl record at that point. oh oh yeah. yeah they were they were this big around and there was uh, like wow. 10 of them in a in a set and they all in and- it had this big plastic thing over the top. But I mean, you
0: had to lock it in place so that you can get the air out of it so it spins freely, but also locking it in place helps it to, uh, because of the vibrations of the disc. Yeah, so you, it wouldn't you move you so, it so to that they didn't want the heads to hit the disc. Exactly. They were yeah. It. yeah. So it was, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> they, did, they did a lot of things back in the day, and they've only gotten better. I mean, they've gotten to the point finally where uh, SSD drives, which is solid state drives, are finally better than platter drives, but they're still using platter drives out in the real world. So yeah. they haven't gone away yet. They they're also they,
1: it's they're so expensive. Solid state drives are so expensive.
0: They have come down a lot. They're a lot better than they're they're what they
1: getting, used to be. They're getting a lot better. Yeah. I need to yeah. I need to get one for my gaming rig, I think. I, Absolutely. I mean,
0: even yes. if you get a small one, like an 80 gig, um, just put your OS on that. It and it loads put, so quick. Yeah, so your whole computer fires up quickly and then yeah. uh, maybe like one or two games that you play actively on that one and everything else, you put it on an yeah. archive platter drive. My yeah.
2: PC is off to to login screen uh-huh in about 20 seconds nice and it's got an SSD in it it's got a, one of the fast SSDs in it awesome. really yeah. wait so how, wait how big was the hard drive my SSD uh, 256 you nice. have two of them though right i have two of them i have one for game i i bought a second one to put games on because nice. I ran out of space. Right. <laughs> That's great. That never happens. What are you talking See, I about? Have, like, <laughs> I, have, I also have a three terabyte
0: archive drive in there. Right. Yeah, here, so. I have
1: like a 1.5 terabyte drive in my gaming rig. Okay, I'm right? currently building just, it's, like, it's like a 7200 yeah. RPM drive. I'm, I'm
0: building a system right now for so I can use it at home. It's a 12 terabyte um this little platter thing. So I can just put all my photography and stuff. There you whatever. go. So yeah, yeah all the raw stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Things uh, like pictures and videos right. and that kind of stuff. I don't stuff need to keep yet. it locally. Like. on a platter drive.
2: Right. Yeah. Oh, that's fun.
1: Well, we got another response um, from Dan, who hit me up on Twitter. He's not at, Don. Yeah, not Don. <laughs> this is Dan. At uh, Geek30 is our Twitter handle. He says, my first experience with a computer was probably on the first Macintosh around 1985. The Mac had a drawing app called Mouse Paint. It was all black and white, so you could use patterns instead of colors to paint your drawings. A friend of my dad had one of these uh, machines, and he'd let me draw circles on it uh, for what seemed like hours. Ah, simpler times. LOL. Yeah. LOL. I League of program. Legends. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> many, many moons ago. Yeah,
1: I remember um, yeah, back a long time ago when I was in like elementary school, it was... They had all the Macs there, and all the different like art programs and stuff that you mm-hmm. can use on those.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, it's funny because before printers, because um, it was easy to load stuff into the computer, it was not always easy to take stuff off the computer. Sure. So the first iterations of Adobe Photoshop, people would actually take pictures of the monitor to get their artwork out because they had no way to actually print it in a in a uh, reliable way mm-hmm. or send it to someone to print it.
2: Well, except, yeah, those printers were very expensive. Right. The, the printer that you needed to actually print artwork was right. very expensive. Exactly. Yeah.
0: But even then, I mean, back when, because uh, Photoshop came at, what, the late 80s, early 90s, something like that? Yeah, uh, early 90s. Early right. 90s. Probably so, early 90s. So yeah. I don't know that they had a printer that would be able to, because, I mean, you still it had would to have take, to be, like,
1: industry grade at that point. Right. You know? uh, so
0: I don't know if they had anything, because I know they did big banners, but I don't know if they had anything high quality print. Um, Tektronix made a couple of
2: really high-end dye sublimation printers oh, wow. at the time, and they, hmm. were, they were in the $10,000 range. <laughs> I can yeah, imagine. Back in the 80s, you can yes. imagine. Yeah. yeah, no big deal. Just, just yeah, drop like five di- figures. dye on. sublimation
0: is still a big thing nowadays. Yeah. It it's hasn't wild. gone away. Wild. So that's how you get all your hockey jerseys and whatnot. The color never bleeds is from dye sublimation. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool.
1: Learned something new today. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know a little bit about printing. Yeah, you know. Knows a lot about everything.
0: A little bit about everything.
1: Yeah, yeah, Not yeah a lie. Um, and then uh, the last uh, response that we'll read out here is from Escape Room Herndon. This is a new business that's opening up in uh, Herndon. If you guys have never done an escape room, it's awesome. We're actually going to be um, trying to record a live session there. Um, so once JoJo brings up the computer it says <laughs> sorry I wasn't paying attention so Escape from Herndon responded it said uh, first one I can remember is a, a Tandy 1000 oh, wow. writing docs program onto tape cassettes that would create geographic shapes <laughs> I don't even know what that is really you don't know no, what a Tandy man? is? no man I'm like 12 oh, you gotta yeah. remember <laughs> oh, who was, uh, I... I'm not 12 by the way I'm not you sure? Yeah. I'm drinking
2: beer was made by Coleco Uh oh what was it It was called um, um, an atom and it had uh, it had cassette decks two of them yeah you would put the cassettes in and load it and it would load like basic or or whatever you want oh
1: yeah yeah. that's wild so there was a similar thing simpler times (laughs) yeah I know right simpler times with more (laughs) shit that you had
0: to do in order to make something work in the late 90s it wasn't simple before, before I hated Sony before the dark times Um, they actually when they came up with a mini disc they gave you the option to use mini disc as a disc drive as well not just for music oh okay oh right
2: yeah
1: by the way you know how we normally say like not to mention Puerto Rico but (laughs) (laughs) not to mention Sony but (laughs) not to mention
0: Sony there was a time and I've said this before there was a time I liked them and they just hate their customers Uh, and I just can't stand them anymore they're a horrible evil company you say movies all these things, and music just, and Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm
1: not. I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with you, and I'm not agreeing with you. I just. I just let you vent, because Jojo,
0: Jojo's hatred tits.
1: is
2: fierce. <laughs> it's
0: fierce. He's over here, like saying, oh, he needs a PlayStation Four. Like, no, I don't. No, because I just want to play like stupid uh, games. Uh, you can play them on Nintendo or Xbox. Yeah. Or a Ouija board or something, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <That is crazy. laughs> that is. It doesn't have to be on a Sony product. Don't look at me. Okay. I, have, I have a PlayStation 4. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna turn my head around and walk the other way. <laughs> Tell to my legs. <laughs>
2: to be fair, to be fair, my favorite game of all time is God of War.
0: Okay. And it's only That's on the thing, man. I you know when Well God of we, War was fantastic. I also love yes. um Oh my god! What was the one with the uh, the guy who ran up like the big monsters? Something champions or it wasn't. I can't remember well, That's it God was. of War. That's God of War. No, it wasn't God. Or you before fought god of war. your way up the
2: up the Titan. Right. Exactly. But there
0: was there was one before that one, like on the original, like no, there was one. Maybe it was PS Two. I can't remember the name. I'll have to look it up uh, real quick. But um, there was another one that I I thought was really cool. Ugh! I have to.
1: I'm trying to think. Like, what other games? I can think of. Anything. Did that, on that was an that was a PlayStation exclusive. I don't know. I you know, we talked about it on the show before. If you're a gamer and you know, you like me, you own every single system and because you want all the exclusives. Um I've just been on a PlayStation kick for some reason. I feel like, you know, I've, I've got a lot of folks that play on PlayStation and I um so just naturally kind of gravitate to that but um like stuff like Uncharted. I couldn't imagine not being able to play Uncharted. Did you play New Uncharted? I haven't played Bro, New Bro, oh one yet. my God. I still haven't no, beaten I haven't it. New I just one. haven't been able to with Overwatch. I've been playing way too
0: much. I've been Overwatch. playing a lot of Overwatch. Yeah, we both of us have. <laughs> yeah. um, something of the Colossus. Wasn't it something of the. <laughs> oh, Shadow of the Colossus. Shadow, Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Shadow of the Colossus. Okay. Yeah. Great game. Yeah, really good. Many, Many moons ago. Again, I used to play Sony. I, it, it, I know. <laughs> I Now no, I have an Xbox.
2: I have a 360 so I could play Halo. There you go. Oh, yeah. Obviously.
1: Yeah. Well, um, great feedback, guys, on the, the Geek so 30 much. question Definitely. from last week. The, the The last question was, you know, what was your first experience with a computer? The next question that we'd like to bring up is, what was the first beer you encountered and enjoyed? So they may around, be
0: two separate things.
1: Maybe, yeah, they may be. Yeah, may be. <laughs> Maybe. So, for me, and... It, for me, the the first one I actually encountered and enjoyed and got into, and I may have mentioned this on the show before. Um, unfortunately, was, no, not, maybe not. Unfortunately, <laughs> was Rolling Rock. Yeah. It, basically, the water of it, no, it's not. It's uh, it, it's a really, really light, light, light beer. I I wanted to basically not be able to taste the beer in my beer. Right. You Back a long time water. ago. You to I, yeah,
2: water.
1: I just wanted something that was really easy to drink, and just to get a buzz. And then I, and then after that, um, a buddy of mine was like, "Well, have you ever had Newcastle Brown Ale?" I was like, "No, I've never had this." And then um, that was a very long night. <laughs> that was a very long night. Oh, what a night! It really was. I remember most of it. Uh, so I don't then, that, that kind and of then, but then when you get introduced, it's almost like polar opposites. You, I, I was into like, I don't want to taste beer. Then I was like, "Oh, there's so many complex like." different things with this beer right mm-hmm. now what and that that started my love affair with craft beer like right. really it did because then it made me want to try other stuff and i wasn't satisfied with just trying like just uh, like drinking miller light i was like i want something with more flavor now right i don't like rolling rock anymore because i'm like this tastes <laughs> like water i don't want this so cool. yeah so thank you rolling rock for allowing for being my gateway setting that into uh, this, that bar for yeah <laughs>
0: um jojo what was yours uh so my first time i ever had a beer um i think i was i was in fort Payne, georgia somewhere somewhere between the age of six and nine years old um okay wait police okay <laughs> it's a long time ago Let's forget this well, ever this happened is, this is important deanna uh, don't call the police stop it i'm i'm old enough for the both of y'all so it's all good um no, we were we were. I was in t-ball. My brother and I were in the backyard playing with my dad, practicing catch and all that fun stuff. I'm like, Dad, on Thursdays, like, go grab that bottle over there. It was a brown bottle. Yeah. It's like, okay, why not? Took a big old swig. Yeah. <laughs> what the? Really? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What the hell is this? You know, he was he was goofing off, yeah. and it wasn't a big thing. I didn't take that That's much. Great. DM. The- Don't
1: let the police in. <laughs>
0: Stop. Don't. Too late. Like, they're they're beating on the door now. No, no she can fight him <laughs> off. She's good. <laughs> but, um, um, I, from that, because I heard it was, I found out it was like a beer, I told my mom, because I was like, going to tell my mom, I was like, the hell was that drink? And not in those words, because mm-hmm. she would have beat me, <laughs> but, um, was like, Orio what was Pornado? that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, she's like, well, that that's beer. Yeah. And so, for like, the rest of my life, I was like, I don't ever want to have a beer again. That is a vile drink. What the hell is that? Um... I didn't start drinking until I was 27, but I still had, like, a little shindig for my 21st birthday. Was like, you gotta try a Roman and coke, you gotta try this, you gotta yeah. try that, and all that fun stuff. And it was like... No, yeah,
1: but, but, but by the time you were 21, uh-huh. you weren't drinking beer, but were you drinking in general?
0: And I was, I did not touch anything. Really? I didn't touch okay. anything till my 21st birthday. I want to say I had maybe one or two beers um, from 21 to 27, and that's about really? it. I, maybe, like, a glass of champagne, you know, for a New Year's thing. I didn't drink at all. Um, I don't remember much of
2: my 21st
0: birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's doing it right. I was I was not I was not in that position. Um, and so a lot of people were talking about again I was uh, getting rum and cokes and yeah. whiskeys and they were trying to you know give me all kinds of cool stuff and it was like, "Well, we'll get you a beer, but uh, you won't like Guinness." I was like, "Why not? Why wouldn't I like Guinness?" It's like, "It's just it's an acquired taste." And so I accidentally drank it in like water. <laughs> and like I have he been, normally does. Yeah, yeah. and no, I have and been ever way, since. Go to
1: YouTube, go to the <laughs> Geek 30 Happy Hour channel on YouTube. And watch the video that we uploaded of JoJo drinking a Guinness really fast. I have got it down really, to 5.3
0: seconds, by the really way. It's really impressive. I, I think I can actually drink faster now than the video shows. Yeah, can you yes. be JoJo? Let us <laughs> know. I can't be. I watched JoJo and do it. Not, there's no way. I can't drink <laughs> so, <one> that fast. <laughs> so, JoJo's love affair with Guinness uh, and
2: beer started there. Yep. Very
1: kind cool. of,
0: because yeah. I still didn't really drink until twenty seven. Well, okay, then, but, but you know it was. And then I came back it was and it was like, "Yeah, I was like my my. I was in San Antonio. It's not really much to do in San Antonio except drink. <laughs> you know, ah, fair enough, you get it man. for cheap too. So yeah, um, yeah. Hang out with friends. Everybody drank Miller Lite. So started with Miller Lite. So it's like I've had better than this. Let me yeah. start trying this. Let me right. start. And then oh my god, it just opened up a world. Yeah,
2: that's very cool. Yeah. How about you, Don? Well, the first beer I ever had was Genesee Cream Ale. That's nice. Nice. which we have our and, show yeah episode and two yeah my mother doesn't listen so i was in between eighth and ninth grade <laughs> <At East laughs> Vienna, let him back in <laughs> yep, that was one of those summers <laughs> um but i'm gonna have to go with jojo here the very first beer that i ever tasted there was a lot of Miller Lite and a lot of Jenny Cream Ale and a lot of Rolling Rock and stuff in between. Uh-huh. Right, the very first one I ever tasted and said, "Wow, that's really good and that's got a lot of flavor." And no, mm-hmm. oh, now I going to try new things. Probably was Guinness. That's nice. great. Yeah, two two of my favorite beers right there: Guinness and
1: Genesee Cream Ale. <laughs> Can't get better than that. Well,
2: but Denny Cream Ale, you could get for like you could get a case of it for like six bucks. That's
1: <laughs> true, man. <in> <laughs> and if and if you guys would like to write in with your alls, um, experience with your what was the beer that you encountered and enjoyed first?
0: Which, um, again, they could be mutually exclusive or the same
1: thing. Yeah, you let know. us know. know. Geek Thirty Podcast at gmail.com or our Twitter handle at Geek Thirty. Now to our last segment. We push this to the end because. We're going to give you like a 10 alert, second or alert, five second. Bah, bah, kind of bah, 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 bah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We're going to talk about the Warcraft movie. If you haven't seen it yet, you may want to step away. We're going to talk about spoilers, although. Um, I mean, if I mean, you I mean, play uh, Warcraft, this is pretty
0: well known. Yeah. yeah,
1: so, you know, up to you guys. If you want to listen in, um, go ahead and keep on listening. Otherwise, we're going to give you five, four, three, Two, one. Han Solo
0: dies. No,
2: <laughs> <died>. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Orcs in the Humans fought. Yeah, the <laughs> Orcs in <and> the <laughs> Humans fought. It was, it, it, it was, was every, like a, it was
0: like the RTS I played in like, nineteen ninety. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was everything I
1: wanted in a Warcraft movie that I could have ever hoped for. Yeah, it was World of Warcraft in a movie. It, it was, was. Yeah, it, it,
2: was, it was fun. fun. No, don't, don't, critics are idiots. Well, like seriously,
1: yeah, it, it was. You have fantastic. to come. You have to come into it with the mindset. You know, it's got like twenty something percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and and I get it because these people are like, oh, it's not. The the story. Is so massive that they're trying to tell, and they fit it into
0: like two hours. Well, they they gave it it's the really credit to of the people who are going to watch this are people who have played the game. You know, they yeah, don't. they right. cater they, to your audience. Yeah, they didn't actually go the comic book route, which they they're going to give you a backstory, going to give you this, and it's like, mm-hmm. no, you've probably played this, you probably know these characters, and if you don't, you'll you'll hear about them soon enough. So we're just going to give you the plot, which was fantastic.
1: Yeah, the, it's a really strong plot. Um, you know, it revolves around how the orcs originally come into. The world of Azeroth. You know, they leave their world of Draenor, and they and they, which um, is a precursor
0: to Warcraft three. So it's, it's basically Warcraft one and two. Basically, they encompass Warcraft one into one and yeah. two
1: into a single game ish. Yeah, um, leaving out some parts of two, but they they basically set a stage for a future movie, if there ever was one. You know, right. we see you know baby Goel, uh, aka Thrall. right, mm-hmm. um, and we see. Uh, what is it? We we see basically Garona and her kind of rise to power mm-hmm. and um, the death of Lane Ren and uh, Mediv and all the crap that he pulled. Um, there were there were some inconsistencies in the story. Like, I don't think that Mediv ever opened a portal to Stormwind.
0: No. no, that that was well, uh, not that I've ever seen him. Well, right. I, I, I was of the impression he never died. Oh, oh yeah, he died. Yeah, he he died. Oh, yeah. oh okay. I, yeah, he died. Maybe I was yeah. thinking that. Okay, maybe I was thinking Diablo. Was... Okay, never mind. You're thinking. I, I I'm getting my Blizzard Roger floor. Cube. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <Down. laughs> uh,
2: mine was that. The one thing I noticed noticed right off the bat was that. Um, um, oh my god! now the name went away. Uh, Darton's best friend. Oh, Orgrim Doomhammer. Orgrim. Yeah. Orgrim's okay. not a frost wolf. He was from another. He was from the Blackrock clan. He was from the Blackrock clan, right. but in that in the movie, he's in, he's you, from and you the wanna, same. Clan. You want
1: to know something? And I think that they did that because there's a shaman named Drekthar. Remember Drekthar? Right. Yeah. He's the shaman. Um, he's the he's the guy who basically teaches Thrall how to be a shaman. I think that what they're ultimately doing is they're like nixing Drekthar in this movie because we never saw him. We never saw a blind orc running around. Right. <laughs> and. Uh, we see Orgrim basically walking off and uh, you're anticipating he's going to teach Thrall everything he knows because right. ultimately Thrall gets the Doomhammer Orgrim dies he gets Orgrim's armor and his Doomhammer and the Doomhammer right and then we see him rise to power
2: yeah I so think maybe that might have been too hard to fit into the movie, well, they fit in a story, lot of details. So. That would probably be my only criticism of right. the movie was that a lot of stuff happened in two hours. Yeah, the right. story went really fast, so you, you
1: could have high right? I, I felt very enabled going into the movie because this story is one of my favorite Warcraft stories, my second favorite uh, either tied between the Arthas story or the Moonwell story. Um, You know, like when Illidan and Malfurion and them, they basically blow apart the world. Right. Um, that's, I mean, I, Illidan's that, still that my favorite happened. character. That, no, that's the reason why I got back into it. So but that story, and, yeah. that story actually happened thousands of years before the story in this movie. Right. Um. Yeah, so the, the movie was great, but I wish that they almost took a set a step back and explain more of the story because I feel like people would have a better appreciation for these characters and what they go through. Like you don't understand if I were, I always put myself in Diana's shoes when I go into these movies mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, if I was to come into this, not knowing a damn thing about this world, what would I think about this? I always approach that with the mindset, of especially with like the Marvel movies. Um, She would not enjoy this movie. You see, I don't have a problem with that because I feel like this was catered
2: to the people. Yeah, crowd. oh, no, no, yeah. no that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Warcraft, yeah, it's fine. But yeah. I think people will enjoy the movie. Yes. I, think. Right. I think it's got a lot of the good elements that a good movie has. It's got a love story and it's got a, you know, a you know a, a, an evil pra- protagonist. And right. It, it's got all the good things. It, it doesn't hang. It, it just it keeps the pace going. Yeah,
1: rolling. it does. It's kind of nice. But, right. but my one thing is like, if, we also come into it with a knowledge of, you know, the this is kind of the, the grander scheme of this story and what everything leads up to, and this is why this is so pivotal to tell this story. And people will enjoy this movie for it to just be a, an action movie. I I, I thoroughly yes. believe that. Yeah. The action was well done. I love but the also, <laughs> But also, people are going to look at the story and be, and be like, eh, it's, it's a little weak because they didn't. I didn't feel like they really fleshed out some of the relationship stuff, especially with like Garona and mm-hmm. King Lane, mm-hmm. because that that bond was especially um, was especially stronger. Also, I'm pretty sure she was actually mind controlled and mm-hmm. assassinated King Lane. That's what I thought too. I, I... like she was like she was like mind controlled by Gul'dan or something, oh. and then that's that's how King Lane died. Because the idea was, I, I thought King Lane actually died in Stormwind because she like assassinated him mm-hmm. or something like that so so there were inconsistencies in the story um keep me keep me honest here geek 30 audience like if you're Warcraft nerds out there and you and you enjoy this sort of stuff let me know geek 30 Podcast at gmail.com but um overall I am very pleased with what Duncan Jones did with the story given that it's a movie adaptation I feel like it was still true to the spirit of Warcraft and it's setting up for a much bigger story which is
2: ultimately like the lich king. Oh, yeah. please do the lich king. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite story, it's my favorite lore, it's the, right. my favorite thing yeah. in the, in all of Warcraft We didn't, we ever. didn't see any Nerzul though. No Nerzul. Not
0: yet, I mean.
2: Well, but we didn't get yeah, but no, we didn't really was... get any backstory to Gul'dan and why he is the way he is. Right. Out. I mean, there's there's yeah, almost true. no Legion at all. Yeah. You know? Although
1: like and we talked about this a little bit. Um you see all the war chiefs except Ner'zel. You But you see, well, I might, I might want to go back through it and look again and see mm-hmm. if if is Oh, we're there. going to see this again. <laughs> yeah, all the war chiefs are there. So if you're in, if you're into playing, you know, Warlords of Draenor, you're familiar with all of the war chiefs that are sided with um, Gramash Hell Scream, who's leader of the Warsong Clan. So um, Duratian, obviously, is a huge part of this right, movie. Right. Uh, rest in peace and um <laughs> but but the movie really is around you know the the war chiefs at hand are you know him and black hand mm-hmm.
0: right
1: and then you know Nerz uh not Nurzul uh Guldan, who's like the crazy evil warlock dude um uh, who's like the real bad guy um kind of oversees the entire horde but then you catch like the other main people and these are people that are big players in the universe especially in War, in world of warcraft like um like uh kargath bladefist mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah. uh grommash hellscream yeah they're there you yeah. see them in these fight scenes <laughs> and you're like oh look there's there's <laughs> grommash in the background
0: <laughs> fucking somebody up it's great don't yeah. don't they don't, but they don't speak what th- yeah but th- th- those pair take on one big monster guy don't they I can't remember what Bane and uh, uh
1: Gramash uh, and Thrall uh-huh. take on um Manoroth. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Was it well, it was Manoroth. Right. Yeah, yeah. They take on Manoroth and Gramash sacrifices oh, right. himself yes. to kill yes. yeah. Manoroth.
2: Right. Yeah. Um Blackhand's story, they changed quite a bit. Right. Cuz they did. Cuz he was a prisoner mm. and the reason he lost his hand was he cut it off so he no, could No, no, get... that was Kargath Bladefist. Wasn't that No, wasn't that black, black hand nope, that how he gets two different the, people? That's Blade Fist. Is that Blade Fist. That's Blade Fist. Yeah. Okay. All right. I okay. had them. Because mixed he up.
1: creates he creates a whole group He a, creates a whole, like, the
2: separatist group of Yeah, the,
1: basically they created this ritual of chopping off their right. their hand and attaching some kind of a weapon. Right. Oh and the other Gar- person, yeah. uh yeah, Killrog right. Deadeye was wasn't shown there either. You know, he he, he leads um the laughing skull.
2: We saw the laughing skull. We clan. saw the laughing
1: skull, but we didn't see Cargath. Or I'm sorry, not Kargath.
2: Killrog. No, no, kill
0: I'm throwing out all these words. Yeah. People <laughs> listening, guys, if you're no, not Warcraft get, nerds, we're totally geeking. We're totally geeking out right now. <laughs> I'm uh, kind of pissed that they show some Draenei, but they didn't show any Taurens or trolls. Hey, but, well, well,
1: but, but, but that's not what the story's about. I know. But well, I was really see, happy. The, the Draenei are important eye. because yeah. they helped Garona. Right. Well, because that's what garona is right. is yeah, half drain and half, and half yeah. but the the uh, movie adaptation of the drain looked
0: great it oh, awesome. look look was really good yeah done yeah. really well yeah and i like okay so i know that when you play the game everything is in whatever native tongue that you're speaking i love that in the movie they tell you they speak different tongues and eventually yeah. they translate it like right. the one scene they went with um Durtan, where yeah. he's speaking in an Orc, and then eventually they translate to the English while she's speaking something else. While she's you know, speaking common, that, right. that, yeah, that fluid thing they did that so well, you yeah. know, because they, they do speak different good. languages. You yeah, know? like, like when they good. were doing
2: the parlay with with, with the humans, yeah.
0: the way they switched that,
2: like she was interpreting, yeah, and then all of a sudden they had him speaking in English right. and she was speaking in Orc. I thought that was really really so done. fluid, really it's so well awesome. Done. How
0: about the CGI? It was oh my god! So everything CGI, was very uh, CG. CG. Um, I don't know why he said CG. It is a. It was very practical effects. A lot of it was done on camera, and then they picked some stuff afterwards. Yep. It worked so well to me. You know, it it was, was practical but effective. seamless. I, I, I thought, thought that was the, of the best. Works were fantastic.
2: Right. You had, for the most part, you had no idea that that was a guy in a black suit with white dots on him. You right. had no idea. That the the that detail wasn't was incredible. Yeah, wasn't, was it was amazing. You'd
1: see the sweat dripping down yes. their their backs and
0: the hair flying. The, the hair. Jordan um, oh, yeah. had two like piercings in his tooth. And oh God, that was and so he, awesome. he moved. Yeah, I exactly. That he, would, he would
2: turn his head
0: and they would jiggle. <laughs> right. Also, like, oh, <laughs> awesome. we're, 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 um,
2: we're in detail. We're in um we
1: and Durutan. Durutan. and Orgrim. Yeah. Orgrim. Weren't they adorable?
2: <laughs> oh my god Orgrim was fantastic when throwing pebbles and hitting yeah. him in the head and stuff it was, it was they were like BFFs it was adorable
0: <laughs> okay you hide your fat belly click no that's his wife Draca but she, oh, he makes yeah. a comment yeah. about her being pregnant you find your, hide your fat belly and she hits him yeah she punches him <laughs> <laughs> you hide your fat head and everybody's like laughing in the theater yeah. it was just so natural the way it delivered you know yeah it really was
1: Draca <laughs> was great by oh, the way fantastic talk about mm-hmm. a, a protective mother oh yeah oh Golly, that's heartbreaking. That's like a Moses sort of story, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. is that funny though? Well, yeah. okay. So she I'm... she did you notice the symbolism there? Like uh-huh. yeah. you know, putting him on in the river and now he's going down and they and somebody and then he leads his people to freedom. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he this mm-hmm. is legitimately like a Moses story. It's he's also like a kung
0: Fu Panda. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Not quite. I'm <laughs> no, but yeah, oh. yeah. Mother yeah. goes off and. <laughs> no, I forget the lore.
2: Who found? Alexa
1: it's brawl, but it's it's a group of humans and they ended up enslaving him and, and we'll, we'll see what they end up doing in the movie but yeah. they end up but he he ends up uh befriending a human female Lucille or what's her name I forgot I forgot her name maybe that's right I don't know so he ends up befriending her and then uh she helps him escape and he ends up reuniting with the orcs yeah. somewhere but and then he starts to realize where he comes from he's he's a chieftain, like he's mm-hmm. he's yeah, nobility. The lore behind right.
2: this, so Could he, read that book again, yeah. <laughs> absolutely
0: he's got a
1: strong backstory and then that ultimately leads into warcraft 3 which is the lich king so right well then hopefully yeah, yeah, you we get, get that you get thrall you get
0: jayna pridemore you get arthas you get yep. uh illidan returns at that point oh um, man i
1: just want them to dedicate an entire movie to the night elves i know my <laughs> wife would
0: love to see the jayna Proudmore story that's
1: her uh, yeah. favorite
2: character easily.
0: yeah if they could do anthology films like star wars is doing that'd be so freaking cool i hope they make enough money on this one that they say yeah this is a worthwhile venture yeah I mean, well it's doing well yeah i think supposedly the chinese are loving it there was some
1: kind of a uh, there was some kind of an article i saw where it was like killing it in china okay well i know um, it was
2: bigger than than the force awakens oh wow
0: yeah really bigger
2: opening than the force awakens in china
0: blizzard's bigger over there (laughs) Um, i know league of legends um we had uh Justin on the show, he's talking about they're building up servers over there in Japan as well. Right. I know there's a part in uh, Korea that's called Starcraft because they play so much of it. You know, really? so, yeah, is oh, a like Starcraft Korea. Uh, so Blizzard's big over there.
1: Yeah, Blizzard's doing some great stuff. Keep up the awesome work. Um, we're loving Overwatch, Blizzard. Thank you. you yeah, if anybody listens to
2: that, I listen to the show. From I, I still need to play Overwatch. Oh god, Blizzard, <laughs> Blizzard kills it. It yeah. doesn't matter what they do. It, it just Everything they
0: do well, they, is they have, so They have the good. guts. They have t- they put out so many different games, and they're known for putting a date and pushing it back. But you know that when you push it back, there's a reason yeah. why they push it they're, back. They're and really you're waiting, picky about yeah.
1: Like you saw with Project Titan, which was a full-fledged MMO, and they yeah. basically scrapped it, took the remnants, and created Overwatch, which is a freaking
2: brilliant game. Yeah, right. It's a
1: brilliant first-person
2: shooter. Well, this is the second time. Remember StarCraft Ghost? Yeah. oh yeah they just yeah. killed it they just killed said, it. you yeah. know what this isn't they, they the put dozen. some they, remnants yeah. into
0: StarCraft 2 some I mean yeah. it's still StarCraft 2 but some remnants of Ghost they just yeah. they stopped it's like this is not gonna be a good game so we can't yeah. do it maybe not yet maybe Those we'll do it ones later. we've
2: heard about who knows what
0: they've and done? and how,
1: satis- how satisfying was it seeing the Blizzard logo in the oh um, I know <laughs>
2: when I saw it I was like oh god I was waving my hands <laughs> when around. it came up and I'm like I'm like, I'm like I'm freaking out and I'm like oh yeah. God, it's a Blizzard logo on oh, the movie it's
0: ice. screen. <laughs> it's ice, but then you see like reflections of people inside the yeah. ice. It's yeah. Like, God, it's I so was cool. like, oh, there's Tracer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: God bless it. All right, if you have thoughts on the on the Warcraft movie, we would love to hear it. Geek30podcast at gmail.com. Um, I think that's a great place to end the show. Absolutely. Say, JoJo? I, th-
0: I agree. All right, cool. So where can people reach us? So the email that we have is geek30podcast at gmail.com. And again, 30 is spelled out geek 30 podcast at gmail.com we have a twitter handle which is at geek30 also spelled out if you do a search for us for geek30 happy hour on youtube and facebook you'll find us you know give us a like you know subscribe to us all that fun stuff or you can leave us a voicemail at 443-424-3350
1: absolutely go to geek30.com for all the goodness
2: and thank you Don for uh, joining us oh uh, thank you for having me guys
0: Enjoy thanks for the beer the beer like... is fantastic
1: yeah thanks for bringing the beer and uh, thanks to Yingling for always making a good beer. I always enjoy good Yeah, handling. I've never mm-hmm. had a bad How about you guys? Like, yeah, never had a one. Absolutely. And remember to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. We appreciate the support. Until next time, guys.
0: Thank you so much for nerding out with us. See you guys. See ya!